Bismillah Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalam Ala Rasulillah Nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi Ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Ala ni'matil islami Wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For guiding us to al-islam For guiding us to the sunnah Alhamdulillah We continue going over The tremendous book by the Imam The Mujaddid Muhammad bin Abdul Wahhab Rahimahullahu Ta'ala That tremendous book Al-Qawaid Al-Arba' The Four Fundamental Principles We are still on the Second Principle and therein we're looking at the Delil for Shafa'ah. In the last week's class we took what is the meaning of Shafa'ah and its definition. Lughatan wa Shur'an inside of the language, inside of the Arabic language and its definition legislatively. And we wanted to look at the Delil for Shafa'ah. That these polytheists, they used to seek intercession and they used to seek shafa'ah with these things in which that they worshipped. And this was their intent and driving force for worshipping these particular things and for committing shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the dalil for this, with dalil shafa'ah, Qawluhu Ta'ala is Allahu Ta'ala's statement. وَيَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ مَا لَا يَضُرُّهُمْ وَلَا يَنْفَعُهُمْ وَيَقُولُونَ هَأُولَاءِ شُفَعَاؤُنَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ is Allahu Ta'ala's statement what means and they worship others along with Allah or they worship with Allah that which does not benefit them does not harm them, nor does it benefit them. That which does not harm them, nor does it benefit them. And they say that these ones, they are our intercessors with Allah. And this ayah can be found in Surah Yunus, in his verse 18. And the shafa'ah is of two types. Shafa'atun manfiyatun wa shafa'atun muthbatatun. فَشَفَاعَةً مَنْفِيَّةً مَا كَانَتْ تُطْلَبُ مِنْ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ فِيمَا لَا يَقْدِرُ عَلَيْهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ والدليل قوله تعالى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنْفِقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ قَبْرِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَ يَوْمٌ لَا بَيْعٌ فِيهِ وَلَا خُلَّةٌ وَلَا شَفَاعَةٌ وَالْكَافِرُونَ هُمُ الظَّالِمُونَ in this ayah, it can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah In his verse 254 The, the Imam, the Mujaddid, he goes on and he says that the Shafa'ah Is of two types The two types of Shafa'ah Shafa'ah that is called Manfiyah and then you have a shafa'ah 
The second type, that is Muthbata. Looking at the Shafa'ah, the first type of Shafa'ah, that is Manfiya, the Shaykh explains and he brings a definition of what it is. The Shafa'ah, that is Manfiya, the Shaykh, the Imam, Rahimullah Ta'ala, he says, it is that Shafa'ah that is sought from other than Allah in those things in which only Allah is capable of doing them. So the Shafa'ah, that is Manfiya, that Shafa'ah that will be negated, that it won't happen, that it will be rejected, it is that Shafa'ah that is sought from other than Allah and that which only Allah has the ability to do. And a dalil to show that you have from Shafa'ah that which will not be accepted, that which will be rejected, is Allah Ta'ala's statement. As Allah Ta'ala, He says what means, O you who believe, spend from that which has been given to you. Spend from that which you have been provided with. Before there comes a day that there will be no commerce, no bartering, no, no trade on that day, nor will there be any type of friendship, nor will there be any shafa'ah, nor will there be any shafa'ah. When we look at this ayah, we understand that what is meant by that there's no shafa'ah is what? That this type of shafa'ah, that the shafa'ah, that is rejected. That this type of shafa'ah, it won't count. It won't come on that day. Right? So this is what we understand that is no shafa'ah. Meaning that that shafa'ah that does not reach the conditions of shafa'ah, then thus it will be rejected. So you won't find the likes of this yomul qiyamah. And then Allah Ta'ala, He says what means? And the kuffar, the disbelievers, then verily, they are the criminals. They are the criminals. This word, Valimun, often is the case is translated as criminals and the like. This particular word is it, it describes those individuals who commit Vulm. Those individuals who commit Vulm. Naam. The opposite of Vulm is Adil. The opposite of Vulm is Adil. Because you better understand things when you look at their opposites. You better understand things when you, when you understand what their opposite is. When we look at Adil, Adil, the definition of it, as the ulama explain, from them the Allama, Muhammad Aman, Muhammad Aman Al-Jami, Shaykh Ubaid, Fadil to Shaykh Al-Allama, Shaykh Ubaid, and others from the ulama of Ahl-Sunnah. May Allah Ta'ala have mercy upon those who have passed away, and may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala preserve those who are still living. They explain that Al-Adil, is wad'u shay fi mawdi'i that adil is to put something in its proper place 
So when we say adal, or what is translated sometimes as justice, it is to put things in their proper place. To put things in their proper place. Naam. Likewise, you find they explain hikmah similarly. Wisdom is that you put everything in its proper place. The opposite of this is zulm. The opposite of adal is zulm. So if adal is that you put things in a proper place, so what do you think will be the definition for dhulm? Inshallah ta'ala, this question is not rhetorical. What will be the definition of dhulm then? Naam, to put things, what? To misplace things or to put things where? To put things in an inappropriate place or improper place. In the wrong place. Naam, asentum. All of these uh, wordings are correct because they all have the same meaning. So therefore, ظلم is وَدْعُ شَيْءِ فِي غَيْرِ مَوْضِعِ To put something in other than its proper place. To put something in an inappropriate place. نعم طيب We find that the kuffar, they are described as ظالمون They are ظالمون They are ظالمون because they commit shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As it comes in Surah Luqman, إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ That verily shirk is a most tremendous and heinous zulm. A most tremendous and heinous zulm. Putting something in an improper place. Because shirk, with shirk, what is put in an improper place is what? Worship. Naam. Ahsant. With shirk, the worship is put in an improper place. So therefore, the kuffar, due to their making shirk, and putting the ibadah in an improper place, and so on and so forth, then you find that they are what? They are the criminals. They are the criminals. Zalimun. So this is what we understand by Zalimun. So you get it when you, yani, you look at it from... The the uh, the Arabic language you you understand a little more than the mere translation as uh, criminals, uh, disbelievers, and the like. Because we know, yeah, disbelievers they are criminals. But why? Why are they criminals? Why are they why are they call this particular word volimon? Uh, because they make vul. Because they put the ibadah in an improper place. Nam. They put the ibadah in an improper place. And the many uh, uh, categories of shirk that they fall into from them is that they make shafaa. Uh, in a in a in a in a in a, uh, in, a in a shirk based way uh, to the awliya and to their saints and to their and to their whatever naam, uh, seeking by them shafa'ah so they devote to them ibadah putting the ibadah in an improper place because they want from these things shafa'ah so therefore they are volimun so therefore for them there will be what no shafa'ah no shafa'ah naam, as Allah Taala says wala shafa'ah no shafa'ah Allah Ta'ala, He shows us clearly that the shafa'ah has conditions. As Shaykh Fawzan, Ta'ala, He explains, He says, 
that the shafa'ah it has conditions walaha quyud and it has it has uh, restrictions walaysat mutlaqa and it's not unrestricted allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he shows us this in many places there there's a dilla dalil for this naam allah ta'ala he says wa kam min malakin fi as-samawati la tughni shafa'atuhum shay'a allah ta'ala he says and i want you to pay attention now because you'll understand the erroneousness and the falsehood of the way of the polytheist, right? Because they make shafa'a with these ones who they deem as being righteous and, and so on and so forth, even though some of the things in which they are making shafa'a with are things that are just merely invented in our fictitious characters, right? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives us a tremendous example. Allah ta'ala, He says, And how many of the angels... Inside of the heavens, you will find that their shafa'ah will be of absolutely no benefit. Now when we look at this example, we're not talking about the shafa'ah of a fictitious character and a name that was invented uh, by them and their forefathers. We're not talking about an individual who maybe was righteous, maybe not, and so on and so forth. But we're speaking about a being, an angel. Who we know that the angels, they're level. We know that they're level. Naam. And Allah Ta'ala is informing us that even one of such a high level and such a high status, his intercession will not benefit at all. Allah Ta'ala, he says, Illa except. It will only benefit when. Allah Ta'ala, he says, Illa مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَرْضَى It will not benefit except and only after Allah has granted permission to the one whom he is pleased with or to the one whom he chooses and is pleased with. You understand? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us that the shafa'ah will only be for one, the one, or for one, yani, uh, after he has given permission, that the shafa'a, it will only take place for one, after he has given permission. Except only after Allah has allowed it. So the first condition, and this is a review from last week, is what? Is that Allah Ta'ala, He has to allow it. He has to allow it. And then, the second condition, For the one whom Allah chooses, and for the one whom Allah is pleased with. So the shafa'a will only be granted for the one whom Allah Ta'ala, He is pleased with the person. Allah Ta'ala is pleased with the one who gives the shafa'ah and requesting the shafa'ah. And Allah Ta'ala is pleased with the one who the shafa'ah has done for. So Allah Ta'ala, He's pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah. And He's pleased with the one who receives the shafa'ah. And of course, those whom Allah Ta'ala are pleased with, then as Shaykh Fuzan, uh, Ta'ala, He mentions, then these are who? Ahlul Tawheed, the people of Tawheed. Allah is pleased with the people of Tawheed. So in order for a person to receive the Shafa'ah, he has to be from a person of a Tawheed.
He has to be from the people of Tawheed. And if he is from the people of Shirk, then what's the, what's, what's the, uh, uh, what's his situation? His situation is as Allah Ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Baqarah, لَا بَيْعٌ فِيهِ وَلَا خُلَّةٌ وَلَا شَفَاعَةٌ There will be no commerce, no bartering therein. There will be no friendship. And for him, there's no shafa'ah. La shafa'ah. There's no shafa'ah for him. Why? Because he makes shirk. Because he makes shirk. This ayah, that we can find these conditions of shafa'ah contained therein, it can be found in Surah and Najm. And it's verse 26. So it's Surah and Najm. And it's verse... 26. Um, so Shafa'a has conditions. It has conditions. And if these conditions are missing, then there's what? There's no Shafa'a. There's no Shafa'a. So the Shaykh he says, uh, شفاعتان. So therefore we understand that Shafa'a is Shafa'atan. Shafa'a Nafa'a Allah Jalla wa'ala wahiya Shafa'a. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. The shafa'a is of two types. From them, the shafa'a that Allah Ta'ala, He negates it. And this is a shafa'a that is done by other than His permission. So that shafa'a that takes place by other than the permission of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, then this is negated. Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَلَا يَشْفَعُ أَحَدٌ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He informs us and this is very important because you will find that the polytheists they do not give Allah His due measure. The polytheists they don't give Allah His due measure. This is a very important and vital point that I want you to underline inside of your books inshallah ta'ala. The shaykh he mentions he says no one will make shafa'ah. No one will make shafa'ah in front of Allah except for the one whom Allah has allowed it. No one will make shafa'ah in front of Allah except with His permission. Except with His permission. So if we look back to the example that Allah has given us, that even an angel of high status and high rank if Allah has not allowed and given him permission to make shafa'ah, there's no shafa'ah. Because it's only by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what is the opinion now that these people have with their awliya, with their quote-unquote saints, their mashayikh, and so on and so forth. What is the opinion that they have of these individuals that they believe that they got it like that. That they're going to be able to make shafa'ah. They don't know if Allah will allow them to do such. They don't know. These names that they have invented. They don't know. That Allah Ta'ala would even allow these things to make shafa'ah. Because they, as reality as the Sheikh Fuzani mentions. These ones they don't even know what shafa'ah is. They heard about it and they want it. But they don't know what it is. They don't know. That is no shafa'a for them because they make shirk. Ala kulli hal, no one will make shafa'a in front of Allah Ta'ala except for the one who 
who Allah Ta'ala has given permission to do so. Only the one whom Allah Ta'ala has given permission to do so. We have taken an example from an angel. Even an angel who can't make shafa'a except that Allah has to allow him to do it. The Shaykh, Ta'ala, he brings another example. He says, وَأَفْضَلُ خَلْقُ وَخَاتَمِ النَّبِيِّينَ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ He says, in the best of uh, uh, the creation, the best of the created beings, and the seal of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam إذا أراد أن يشفع إذا أراد أن يشفع لأهل الموقف يوم القيامة يقر ساجدا بين يدي ربه ويدعوه ويحمدوه ويثنى عليه ولا يزال ساجدا حتى يقال له ارفع رأسك وقل تسمع واشفع تشفع Sheikh Fawzani brings a tremendous example he says and even the best of the prophets and messengers Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he wants to make the shafa'ah for the people who are standing there yawmul qiyamah he will fall prostrate in front of his Lord and he will supplicate to him and he will praise him and he will uh, 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 he will glorify him he will praise him and he will glorify him and he will stay prostrated until it will be said to him raise your head say and you shall be heard Intercede and your intercession shall be accepted. فَلَا يَشْفَعْ إِلَّا بَعْدِ الْإِذِنِ So you find that the Prophet Sallallahu لَا يَشْفَعُ إِلَّا بَعْدِ الْإِذِنِ He will only intercede after he has been given permission. So this is the case for the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we know that there is no one from the awliya was salihun. There's no one from the real awliya in the salihun. Anyone who was better than Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this is the case with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And verily, most definitely, this is the case with those who are less in status than he sallallahu alayhi wasallam. For there would be no shafa'a except. After Allah Ta'ala, He has allowed it. Naam. After Allah, He has allowed it. And the shafa'a will be for who? Liman yasha' wa yarda'. It will be for the one whom Allah allows and for the one whom Allah is pleased with. So it will be for he whom Allah Ta'ala wills and for he whom Allah Ta'ala He is pleased with. And who are those whom Allah Ta'ala is pleased with? They are who? Who are they? Ahlul Sunnah, Naam, the people of Tawheed. Ascent. Naam. The Imam Rahimullah Ta'ala, he goes on and he says, after speaking about uh, the first type of Shafa'a, that one that is rejected, 
منفية The Shaykh says والشفاعة مثبتة The شفاعة that is مثبتة التي تطلب من الله is that which is sought from Allah is that which is sought from Allah وَالشَّافِعُ and the one who makes the intercession مُكْرَمٌ بِالشَّفَاعَةِ he is honored by being able to give the shafa'ah because the shafa'ah comes after the permission of Allah. So if Allah allows an individual to make shafa'ah, then this is an honor. This is an honor. Naam. So the one who is making the intercession, he is honored. He is honored to make, yani he is honored with that. وَمَشْفُورَ لَهُ And the one who the intercession in, intercession is made for who is he Allah is the one whom Allah Ta'ala he is pleased pleased with what qawlahu wa amalahu he is pleased with his statements and he's pleased with that person's actions why because this person's actions was actions of Tawheed. This person's statements were statements of a Tawheed. And the Shaykh says, Ba'ad al-Ithin. And this is after what? The permission. After Allah has granted permission. Kama qala Allah Ta'ala, or kama qala Ta'ala, as Allah Ta'ala, He says, Man dha alladhi yashfa'u indahu illa bi'idhni. And who is He who could intercede Except after his permission. Who is he who can intercede except after his permission? After the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we, so we find here again. <clears throat> very nice. Breakdown of the conditions for shafa'ah. So that shafa'ah that is accepted. That shafa'ah that will benefit. Then it's the shafa'ah that... Uh, is sought from Allah and the one who makes the intercession is honored with being able to do so and the one who the intercession is made for them they are those whom Allah is pleased with their statements and their actions and all of this of course is after Allah has allowed it after Allah has granted permission for it Naam. So the shafa'ah that is accepted is a, it will fulfill two conditions. It will fulfill two conditions. As a quick pop quiz, what are those two conditions? What are the two conditions for the shafa'ah that is muthbata? What are the two conditions? No. The first one, permission of Allah. Now, sort with the permission of Allah, and he must be of tawheed. The person must be upon a tawheed. Naam, Allah has to be pleased with them. 
Our religion is based upon proof. Give me the dalil. What's the dalil for what you're saying? What's the dalil for these conditions? You can just write the uh, chapter and verse, inshallah. Surah Al Baqarah 255, Ayatul Kursi Naam, Surah Al Najam, Ayat 26, Naam, Tayyib. Jayyib, The Shaykh goes on, uh, Shaykh Fawzan, Ta'ala, and he comments upon this, uh, uh, this last, Maqta'a, uh, this last section, or portion. The Shaykh he says, Al Shafa'a, Muthbata, the Shafa'a, that is muthbata, that is accepted. tawheed. It is for the people of tawheed only. The polytheist, it does not benefit him. Right? So, when we read inside the Quran, those ayat that say that the shafa'a will not benefit, there will be no shafa'a, rather. Those uh, ayat that will say eh, eh, uh, the like of this, that there's no shafa'ah. Who is this in reference to? This is in reference to who? The kuffar. Naam. This is in reference to the kuffar, to the mushrikun. No shafa'ah for them. So those other ayat that we find, and it says there is shafa'ah. Right? Who are those in reference to? Those are in reference to who? To the believers. Naam. Ahsant. To the believers. Naam. And it's important to understand. When we read the likes of these ayat and it said there's no shafa'a. Do we read another ayat? It says it is shafa'a. Right? Then it's important for us to understand that what is but that what is being spoken about inside where it says there's no shafa'a meaning for the kuffar, for the polytheists, no shafa'a for them, for those who make shirk, no shafa'a for them, right? And then those ayat that affirm the shafa'a, then we know this is shafa'a for who? For Ahlul Tawheed. This is shafa'a for the for the believers, the people of uh, Tawheed. Then they will have the shafa'a. Now, this is important. And remember this because someone may ask you, this ayah says no shafa'ah, this one says it is shafa'ah. Which one is it? Tell them both. No shafa'ah for the kuffar, shafa'ah for the, the, for the, for the Muslim. No. No shafa'ah for the disbeliever, but there is shafa'ah for the believer. طيب, ala kullin. The Shaykh Ta'ala goes on and he says, so, the, for the mushrik, there is no shafa'ah. He will not benefit for shafa'ah. No. He says, walladhi, يقدم القرابين للقبور والنظور للقبور هذا مشرك لا تنفعه الشفاعة. He says so those who would commit acts of devotion to the graves and they will make oaths to the graves, then this is a polytheist and shafaa will not benefit him. This is a polytheist and shafaa will not benefit him. And you see the way the shaitan play tricks on this one. Because they're only doing it, as Allah Ta'ala informs us, because they want the shafa'ah. 
But because they're doing what they're doing, then they are disqualified uh, for yeah, receiving shafa'ah. The Shaykh, he says, وَخُلَاصَ الْقَوْلِ And the summary of the statements, أَنَّ شَفَاعَ مَنْفِيَّ هِيَ الَّتِي تَطْلَبُ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ بِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ أو بِغَيْرِ إِثْنِ اللَّهِ أو تُطْلَبُ لِلْمُشْرِكِ He said, so in summary, the shafa'ah that is rejected is a shafa'ah that is sought without the permission of Allah. تُطْلَبُ بِغَيْرِ إِثْنِ اللَّهِ is sought without the permission of Allah or is sought for a mushrik. So I want you to add that to your notes, inshallah ta'ala. The shafa'ah that is rejected, it is that which is sought without the permission of Allah, or it is that which is sought for a polytheist. And the shafa'ah that is accepted, هِيَ الَّتِي تَكُونُ بَعْدَ إِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَلَأَهْلِ التَّوْحِيدِ This is the shafa'ah that takes place after the permission of Allah and it is for the people of التَّوْحِيدِ It is for the people of التَّوْحِيدِ طيب وقال إمام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى القاعدة الثالثة the third principle أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ظهر على أناس متفرقين في عباداتهم منهم من يعبد الملائكة ومنهم من يعبد الأنبياء والصالحين ومنهم من يعبد الأحجار وأشجار ومنهم من يعبد الشمس والقمر وقاتلهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولم يفرق بينهم The Imam رحمه الله تعالى he says the third principle or he brings يعني as a third principle that the Prophet ﷺ, he came about a people who used to worship various things. Some of them used to worship angels. Others from amongst them, they used to worship the prophets and the righteous people. Others from amongst them, they used to worship rocks and trees. And others from amongst them, they used to worship the sun and the moon. And the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, he fought against all of them. And he made no distinction between them. He fought against all of them, and he made no distinction between them. This is a tremendous point. And this is a perception that we have to have and this is the proper perception. And this is because you will find some of the ignorant Muslims they will uh, 
for lack of a better term, they would uh, turn their nose at a Hindu, right? And look at a Hindu with a a, a uh, rebuking eye. But then they would turn and look to a Christian with less scorn and less rebuke. They will look at the Christian with a more favorable eye. And when questioned, the ignorant ones from amongst them, they will say, but this one, he worships cows and stones and fictitious creatures and characters. Whereas this one, at least he's worshiping a prophet. So that's a little better, right? No, wrong. Shirk is shirk is shirk. The Prophet ﷺ, he made no distinction between those who worship the prophets and those who worship rocks and trees. The Prophet ﷺ, he didn't make any distinction between the one who worshipped uh, the angels and the one who worshipped the sun or the moon. They no distinction, they're all the same. Because shirk is shirk is shirk. They're all the same. We look at them all with the same eye. So this is an important point that we have to instill in, in, within ourselves and in our families and, 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 and reinforce this within ourselves. And that is to have a hatred from shirk in all its shapes and forms. All its shapes and forms. To have a hatred from shirk in all its shapes and forms. Now, to have no tolerance for it whatsoever. No tolerance for shirk whatsoever. Period. على كل قال العلامة شيخ فوزان حضر الله تعالى أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعث إلى الناس من المشركين that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he was sent to a people from the polytheists منهم من يعبد الملائكة ومنهم من يعبد الشمس والقمر from them those who to worship the angels and others who to worship the sun and the moon ومنهم من يعبد الأصنام والأحجار والأشجار and then you had from them those who worship statues Others ones who worship stones, other ones who worship trees. Women who may والصالحين. And you have from them those who used to worship the saints, for lack of a better term, and the righteous ones. And this is from the dis- the heinousness and despicable nature of shirk. And the that the people of shirk لا they don't come together upon one thing. The people of shirk, la yashtami'una ala shay'in wahid. They don't come together upon even one thing. Bikhilaf al muwahideen. And this is the, the people of tawheed, they are the opposite. Fa'inna ma'abudahum wahid. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the people of tawheed, the one whom they worship, is one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Yusuf alayhi salam when he was given da'wah during those years when he was inside of the prison he brought as a hujjah on those polytheists who was, he was given da'wah to showing them the repugnance of their way 
and of their 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 and, and of their deen and their lifestyle. And this is as Allah Ta'ala informs us what was said, as Allah Ta'ala he says, Arubabun Mutafarikuna Khairun Aminillahul Wahidul Kahar Ma Ta'buduna Mindunihi illa Asma and Samaitumuha. La Ta'buduna Mindunihi illa Asma Samaitumuha. Allah Ta'ala he says what means informing us of what Yusuf Alayhi told to them are various and a multitude and different lords better or Allah the one the irresistible verily that which you worship other than him it is nothing but names that you have invented and you have made it up. It's nothing but names and characters you have forged. That's all it is. One benefit we look at when we see the da'wah of Yusuf والسلام, is that he did what? He was calling the people to Tawheed. Mind you now, the crimes and devices that were rampant inside of Egypt in that time. But with that, you find that his focus was 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 and his starting point was to call them to tawheed and to warn them from shirk. You find that Yusuf alayhi salam he was straightforward in his dawah. He did not appease them. He did not shower them with flattery. He did not uh, try to find and seek out similarities. But he was straightforward with his dawah. He was clear. He was clear and he clarified to them the truth. And he made it clear that these various gods that you're worshipping, these are just names that you made up. It's just fiction. These are fictitious characters. It's not real. And it's having a, a multitude of gods better or Allah, the one who is irresistible. Showing. Because it's like Sheikh Fawzad, he mentions. From the despicable nature of shirk Is that the people of shirk They don't combine upon one thing Let's look at the Catholics for example Let's look at the Catholics As an example You find from the Catholics those Who you may go To a congregation and you will find Amongst that congregation that it is split And who Are the patron saints For members of that congregation so you may have some congregation and their patron saint is so-and-so. And they wear his uh, image or they wear the likeness or whatever around their neck. And they may have a statue inside of their car. And they may have another figurine and that same one and on their, in their cubicle at work and so on and so forth. And then the next one who is uh, Catholic from the same church and congregation, he will have another patron saint and he will have that chain around his neck and that figurine inside of his car and that figurine inside of his mantle inside of his house and so on and so forth and every one of them yeah, making a bad to this this patron saint that patron saint so on and so forth not even united not even united upon what they worship then you look at the Hindu the same way the same way 
You have those who are devout to this particular one, those who have temples in honor of that other one, those who devote their lives to that other one, and so on and so forth. And when you go through the polytheists, you will find that this is a constant from them, is that they are always disunited, they are always all over the place. They never come in together even on what they worship. Look back to the pagans of Greece and, 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 uh, and them, and you will find temples for this one, temple for that one, so on and so forth. Look to the pagans of Rome, you will find the same thing, temple for this one, temple for that one this one is the coat of this particular one that one is the coat of this other one and uh, to the end of it scattered all over the place this is from the repugnant nature of shirk this is from the repugnant nature of shirk that they can't even come together upon one thing but you find that the people of Tawheed the one who we worship is one the one who we worship is one the shaykh he says so this concept and how the people of shirk, they're scattered all over the place, not even coming together upon that which they worship. The shaykh, he says, هَذَا مِنْ سَلْمِيَاتِ الشِّرْكِ That this is from the, the, the robbery and the, uh, the, the, the evil, some of the most evil of, uh, and harmful of the affairs of a shirk and from the this absurdities of shirk. This is from the absurdities of shirk. أَنَّ أَهْلَ that the people of shirk مُتَفَرِّقُونَ فِي عِبَادَتِهِمْ لَا يَجْمَعُهُمْ ضابط That the uh, people of shirk, the polytheists, they are scattered all over the place with regards to that which they worship. They have nothing that binds them, nothing that, 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 that brings them together, nothing that brings them down, nothing that regulates them. لِأَنَّهُمْ لَا يُسِرُّونَ عَلَى الْأَصْلِ This is because they don't walk upon foundations. They don't walk on no foundation. There's no foundation for them. There's no asal. There's no foundation for them. That which has no foundation, what happens to it? If you build a house upon cardboard or upon uh, construction paper, right? Then we say that that's tantamount to what? It's no foundation. So a house that is built like that, what will happen to it? It will fall down. It will fall down. It will fall down. Anything built upon nothing, well, what? it will fall down. It will be nothing. So you find that these ones, they have no foundation. They have nothing. No foundation. The Shaykh says, But rather they only, they go upon their desires. They go upon their desires. So when you go, looking back to the Catholics in particular, Right? When you ask some of them, well, why have you chosen so and so as your patron saint as opposed to the others? Then they're going to respond with what? Their desires. Because I feel, because I'm just more inclined to, because I find connection with, or whatever. Just based on their desires, what they're feeling. When you ask the other one, well how, well, how come you ain't pick his saint to be your patron saint? Oh, because my situation is different and I feel, and I, I like this, and they'll get you into some. Uh, desired, founded, calam uh, and uh, speech and story and so on and so forth. Everything is based upon their desires. They have no foundation. It's all based upon desires. It's all based upon desires. The Shaykh says, or the ayat and mubillin, or be because of the propaganda of those who are astray. Going back to the Catholics, you will find as an example. 
Other ones will say, well, no, I pick in this patron saint because I had an uncle who was most beloved to me. And uh, he taught me about this one and so on and so forth. And, 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 and then he gave me this chain and so on and so forth. So now because of that propaganda and that dawah from the uncle, now this is my patron saint and uh, so on and so forth. You see, so it's based upon their desires and based upon the propaganda of those who are astray. And those who are upon kufr and those who are upon shirk. This is what they are upon. فَتَكْثُرُوا تَفَرُّقَاتُ So you find that they're uh, differing is much. Is much. You find that they're differing is much. Allah Ta'ala, He says, بَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا رَجُلًا فِيهِ شُرَكَاءٌ مُتَشَارِكُونَ وَرَجُلًا سَلِمَ الرَّجُلٌ هَلْ يَسْتَوِيَانِ مَثَلًا الحمد لله بل أكثرهم لا يعلمون. Allah Taala says what means Allah places a similitude. Allah makes a similitude. The example of a person of a slave who was owned by multiple masters. He is shared between multiple masters. And then you have another man who was a slave to just one man. Allah Taala says, are these examples equal? Are these uh, situations the same? Allah Ta'ala says, Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belong to Allah, but rather most of them they know not. Allah Ta'ala, He brings an example of a person who is a slave and he's owned by multiple people. So the Shaykh, he says, So the one who worships Allah, his similar to who a mythil, المملوك الذي يملكه شخص واحد ويرتاح معه. He says the one who worships Allah alone, the similitude of يعني of the clarity of the lack of chaos, the tranquility and the peace and so on and so forth is like the one who was owned by one person. And he and he and he and he has solace with with with. Uh, with that, he knows what he intends. And he knows what he's requesting from him. And he becomes at, at peace and uh, in a free chest and tranquil. And complacent with him. ولكن المشرك but the polytheist مثل الذي له عدة المالكين but he's like the one who has multiple owners. ما يدري من يرضى منهم he doesn't know which from them should he please. كل واحد له هوا every one of them has his own desires and agenda. وكل واحد له طلب and every one of them has different things that he want. وَكُلُّ وَاحِدْ لَهُ رَغْبًا Everyone has his own desires and what he we looking for. وَكُلُّ وَاحِدْ يُرِيدُهُ أَنْ يَأْتِهِ عِنْدَ And every one of them wants him to come over there to them. Only. You see, this is the chaos that the, that the polytheists, they have inside of their life. This is the chaos. Because when you look, especially when you look at the, uh, going, looking at the example of the, the Hindus and uh, 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 those polytheists from the Greeks and from the uh, from the Romans and, and those of their like, uh, you will find 
that the way and road of devotion to one of their false gods may be the complete opposite of the way of devotion of another one of their false gods. Right? Of another one of their false gods. And, and so on and so forth. So you find utter confusion. Utter confusion. So you find that people, they never come together, they never move in one direction because they, they have no foundation. This is, this, this is what shirk breeds inside of the land. These are from the, the evils of shirk. Because they are upon so much different stuff. Whereas the one who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, then this one, uh, he, he, he knows what Allah ta'ala wants from him. He knows uh, what Allah ta'ala has, has, has mandated upon him from the, from the way to go and so on and so forth. Naam, and this is like an example as Allah ta'ala brings, like the one who's owned by one person. If you only have one boss, uh, bring it into other terms. If you only have one boss, you know exactly what your boss wants you to do. You know exactly the time your boss tells you to come to work. You know exactly what time is your break. Exactly what time is time for you to clock out. Exactly what are your job responsibilities and duties uh, that the boss he told you. You understand? It's clear. What project you supposed to work on now? You know the boss he told you. Working on this project right now. As opposed to the polytheists. Because look, going back to that one, that situation, you will have peace of mind when it comes to work. Because you know exactly what you're doing. No chaos in your job place because you're, you're, you're one boss, the boss telling you one thing and that's it. But the flip side to show the chaos of the polytheists is like the one who has numerous bosses. This boss tell him come in at this time. The other boss tell him no, it's okay, you come a half an hour later. Other boss say no, come, I need you come early. The other boss say I need you stay for overtime. The other boss say no, no more overtime this week, I want you to go home on time. This boss say, I want you to concentrate on this project. The other boss say, no, we can concentrate on the other project. And so on and so forth. Chaos. 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 So if we look at this example here and see if this is the situation as, as, will, as will result inside of uh, an office based upon this concept, then what are we thinking, what do we imagine? Is going to be the, the the level of chaos that will result inside the society, inside of the inside of the land, huh? When if a concept like this was left to fester, you understand? Shirk is repugnant in every way, every way, every shape, every form is repugnant. Is repugnant. So Allah Taala He brings this example here to show us this reality and how the shirk it leads to chaos. The shirk it leads to chaos. So Allah Taala He brings us this example. So قال الله تعالى الله تعالى He said ضرب الله مثل الرجل فيه شركاء متشركين أو متشركون He says So Allah has given you the example of a man who is owned by متشاركون He's owned by various people يعني يملكه عدة الأشخاص Meaning that he's owned by a number of people لا يدري من يرضى منهم He doesn't know which one of them he should please and another man who's only owned by one man. He's owned by one man. This one, he will have peace of mind. He will be complacent. He will have, be at ease with him. This is the example that Allah Ta'ala, He has given for the polytheists and for the one who implements the Tawheed. For the Mushrik and for the Muwahid. For the polytheist and for the monotheist. You understand? The Tawheed, it brings easiness to one's life. It brings easiness and tranquility to one's life. Whereas shirk, shirk, it brings chaos.
it brings harm, it brings destruction. And the hereafter, it brings the fires of hell forever. The Shaykh says, فالمشركون متفرقون في عباداتهم The polytheists, they are all over the place with regards to what they worship. They worship various things. والنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قاتلهم And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, he fought all of them. ولم يفرق بينهم And he didn't make any distinction between them. He made absolutely no distinction between them whatsoever. قاتل الوثنيين وقاتل اليهود والنصارى وقاتل المجوس مجوس وقاتل جميع المشركين وقاتل الذين يعبدون الملائكة والذين يعبدون الأولياء والصالحين ولم يفرق بينهم the Prophet ﷺ, he fought against those who were worshipping the statues, he fought against those who were, or the idolaters, he fought against those who were Jews and Christians, he fought against those who were Magians or Zoroastrians, he fought against all of the polytheists, he fought against the ones who worshipped the angels, he fought against the ones who worshipped uh, the, uh, the righteous people and, and the, the extremely devout or saints for lack of a better term, and he made no distinction between them he made no distinction between them وَهَذَا فِيهِ رَدٌ عَلَى الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ and this is a reputation upon those who say الَّذِي يَعْبُدُ الصَّنَمْ لَيْسَ مِثْلِ الَّذِي يَعْبُدُ الرَّجُلًا صَالِحًا وَمَلَكًا مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ those ignorant ones who say that worshipping a statue is not like worshipping a righteous man or an angel from the angels لأن هؤلاء يعبدون الأحجار والأشجار ويعبدون الجمادات وأما الذي يعبد الرجل صالحا ووليا من الأولياء من الأولياء الله ليس مثل الذي يعبد أصنام and they say that the one who he uh, or this is because when they saying that the one who worship the 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 statue he's not like the one who worships a righteous man or an angel from the angels they say because this one who worships the statue, he's worshipping a stone, or he's worshipping a tree, or he's worshipping an inanimate object. But the one who worships a righteous man, or a saint, or a wali from the awliya of Allah, then he's not like the one who worships a statue. وَيُرِيدُ بِذَلِكَ أَنَّ الَّذِي يَعْبُدُ الْقُبُورِ الْآنِ يَخْتَلِفْ حُكْمُهُ عَنِ الَّذِي يَعْبُدُ الْأَصْنَامِ and what they intend by this is that the one who worships, the grave, the great worshippers right now, then his ruling differs from those who worship statues, from those who worship uh, 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 figurines and so on and so forth. Right? They say so, the one who worships a righteous man, he not like the one who worships figurines and who worships statues, so therefore, the one who worships righteous dead people in the grave, he does not become a kafir. There's no, there's, he's not a kafir. Naam. وَلَا يُعْتَبَرُ عَمَلُهُ هَذَا شِرْكًا And they don't consider this action of his to be shirk. وَلَا يَجُوزُ قِتَالُهُ And they say it's not permissible to fight against him. That's what they say. The shaykh, he says, So our response to them, فَنَقُولُ So we say to them, الرَّسُولُ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَمْ يُفَرِّقْ بَيْنَهُمْ 
He says the Messenger وسلم, He didn't make a distinction between them. The Prophet Muhammad وسلم, He did not make a distinction between them. But he considered all of them to be polytheists. And he made halal their blood and their money. And he made no distinction between them. And then you had people who used to worship the Messiah. And the Messiah is the messenger of Allah. But even with that, the Prophet وسلم, he fought against them. He fought against them. And uh, uh, the Yahud, they used to worship Uzair. And he was from their prophets. Or he was from the righteous ones. The Prophet وسلم, he fought against them and he made no distinction between them. For shirk, لا تفريق فيه بين من يعبد الرجل صالحا أو يعبد صنما حجرا شجرا. So shirk, there's no distinction between the shirk. There's no distinction, يعني in shirk between the one who worships a righteous man and the one who worships a statue or a rock or a tree. لأن الشرك هو عبارة غير الله كائنا من كان because shirk it is the worship of other than Allah, no matter who it is. No matter who it is. Naam. And this is something that is vital, as we mentioned before, that we have to know and understand it and to be upon and to teach the people so that they know that shirk is shirk is shirk. And there's no shirk that will ever be accepted. There's no shirk that is acceptable. All of the polytheists, then they are of the same level with regards to their repugnance and their, and how despicable they are because of what they are doing is all the same. No matter whether it's a rock or a tree or a righteous man or an angel or a prophet or a messenger and so on and so forth. Worshipping other than Allah Jalla wa'ala is not acceptable. وإن شاء الله تعالى نتوقف هنا فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وإلا اللقاء استودعكم الله والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته